Hi everyone and welcome back to the Digital Diamonds podcast. So for today's episode, I'm sharing with you an interview that I did with Hannah Ashton over on her Hannah Ashton podcast. Hannah is such an amazing, amazing fellow student girl boss. I have also featured her her here on the show so you should absolutely check out the interview I did with her because she is so inspiring she is a student she's a youtuber with over 140,000 subscribers she's a you know entrepreneur she does like youtube coaching and so much more she's such a girl boss and yeah I will leave the interview I did with her on my show down below in the show notes if you haven't checked that out already but today I really wanted to share with you the interview she did with me on her show and we talked about so much from you know being a entrepreneur when you're studying and also when you're studying abroad goal setting limiting beliefs and you know anything business student entrepreneur motivational I just love the chats that I had with Hannah so I wanted to share it with you so I really really hope you guys enjoy it This is the Digital Diamonds Podcast, helping your business shine bright online. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm a student entrepreneur and YouTuber. I help female entrepreneurs to create standout YouTube channels and show up with the most badass, confident version of themselves online. Let's get you the online visibility and attention that you need to build your own girlboss empire. Hey, Laura, welcome to the Hannah Ashton podcast. Hello, Hannah. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Yay. (laughs) Yes. So guys, I was on Laura's podcast, Digital Diamonds podcast. It's so good. I literally listen to every new episode of yours. It puts me in such a good mood in the mornings. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Of course. Yeah, I love it. And so if you guys want to hear my interview with her, check it out. I'll have the link in the show notes. But Today, I get the privilege of interviewing Laura about uh, all, of, all of that she does. She's a fellow student entrepreneur, 19, correct? Um, I just turned 20, actually. Oh, like, okay. Um, like on June 21st. So just happy, like... Really late birthday. But <laughs> happy <you>. birthday. <laughs> yeah, I'm 20 now. It's like, I have to get used to saying I'm 20 because I'm so used to like saying I'm 19. So it's like weird. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm glad I asked. So yay, 20 <laughs> years old and killing it on social media, podcasting, all of that. So let's go ahead and get started. I want to know, Laura, how you went from just a university student to being a student entrepreneur. Yeah, so... I don't know. Like (laughs) it was okay. I went to university. I actually decided to study abroad for many reasons because I love traveling and everything. Right. But I always wanted to be that girl, like in the devil wears Prada where like she works in New York and like a huge like marketing agency or for a newspaper with like high heels. And you know, right. (laughs) That's like, I wanted to be that. So I decided to study abroad because I thought like, wow, an international degree might give me better chances of like working in a big international marketing agency. And then last summer, actually, like I think with YouTube and everything, um, I like always had that entrepreneurial spirit within me. But then (laughs) last summer, I stumbled across a social media manager, like free webinar thing ad on Facebook and I was like 
social media manager? Is that a job? <laughs> That's so cool, yeah. right? And basically, I took that webinar and then I enrolled in like a training. And that's how I started with social media management. I like got a LinkedIn profile, did everything like that. And I got just like by being referred to someone, I got like my first client. And then, you know, whilst doing that, I also then started my podcast in the beginning of the year. I did YouTube all the way. And yeah, now I'm kind of progressing more into personal branding and YouTube specifically like online video because that's kind of my favorite thing to talk about and also with being a YouTuber myself I think it's like the most natural thing <laughs> to talk yeah. about that so yeah that's kind of my story on how I stumbled into entrepreneurship with a Facebook ad <laughs> that I love that and it's just the power of Facebook ads you know like it helps mm -hmm. us as business owners helps others I love it mm -hmm. Um, so I want to know a little bit about your studying abroad. So where was your first location? What were you studying there? And mm -hmm. like, how did you get into that? Yeah, so I am from Germany. I grew up here, small town girl, literally the village I come from is like 1000 people. <laughs> so it's tiny. <laughs> and I always wanted to travel. And a friend of mine, he actually, I'm studying abroad in Scotland, like before to, um, saying the story, but I have a friend who, like he studied there before me in Scotland and Scotland specifically because you don't have to pay tuition fees as an EU student. And so like one day I was just like, hmm, I really wanted to go abroad. Like after graduating from high school, I wanted to do work and travel in New Zealand actually, but I didn't like find anyone who wanted to do it with me and I wasn't confident enough to do it myself. So I was like, okay, I can't do work and travel, but why not just apply for study abroad? So I applied just for fun <laughs> basically and I got in and yeah, then I started studying abroad full time in Scotland in September, 2016 and I study public relations And yeah, I've been doing that now for two years. So I finished my second year. And now for next semester, I'm actually going to study abroad again <laughs> in Toronto, Canada. So it's like my, I'm studying abroad from my studies abroad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. That is so cool because... You know, I'm starting university this next month and on my list for probably my sophomore year is to study abroad somewhere and maybe somewhere in Europe or South mm -hmm. America. But yeah, you're just such an inspiration for that because I know it's something I want to at least try. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so the good thing about being an online entrepreneur and like you said, doing social media, YouTube management is that you can do it all online. But were there any challenges that arose as being, you know, a traveler, uh, studying abroad and trying to be a student entrepreneur? Yeah, I think, you know what I actually think, like the cool thing is with having an online business, I can do it while I'm studying abroad, when I'm at home, when I'm traveling, that's like the best thing. Right. And that's also like really my goal with this business. I really want to become like location independent travel as much as possible, whatever, right? But what I actually faced, um, I think that's something a lot of people face, but I think for me it was even 
I would say like worse. I mean, it's, it's really good, but anyway, I've grown so much like with studying abroad, which is a huge like life lesson itself. And then entrepreneurship, which is like insane how much you grow. Right. And I think with me going through both, I now really have problems like reconnecting with my old friends and uh, finding people that are on the same level without like being arrogant or something. But it's true. Like I want to talk about, I don't know, like law of attraction and tarot cards and like marketing, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And my old friends are like, yeah, let's like, um, let's gossip. And like, have you heard? Yeah. (laughs) I remember us talking about this um, in my interview with you. And if you guys want to hop over there, we kind of talk about how to find friends who have similar like business goals. Cause it's good to have like, you know, a, a good arrangement of friends, <laughs> but mm-hmm. also, you know, you need those people that have the same interests as you and have the same goals yeah. as you. And so we talked about that on her episode, but yeah, I love that. And uh, could you give real quick the de- definition of being uh, location independent? Cause you mentioned that. Uh, yeah, location independent. Um, it's basically like, it's actually a term I discovered not long ago. It was like maybe in last October or something. And location independent for me means that I don't have to be somewhere to work on my business. I can be wherever I want to. And what I think is so like, for me, location independence is my sort of freedom lifestyle like i i really want to encourage others as well to find their version of a freedom lifestyle um and location independence yeah i think it's it's having something where you get your income but you don't have to be where it, like you don't have to stick to a location i suppose mm-hmm and it's just really exciting because you you have like total control over where you want to be for how long you want to be at your destination like for example i don't think i could be fully location independent where i don't have a home base but i could totally imagine having a home base and then you know traveling for a long time like 3 months there coming home again 3 months there coming home again or you know taking monthly vacations i think you have so much freedom in that lifestyle and that's like really exciting. Yeah, that is so cool. And that's what I was going to say too, like so much freedom. And then mm-hmm. when you have an online business, just even more freedom, it's great. Mm-hmm. So kind of how you, how have you grown studying abroad? You mentioned, you know, you've grown through entrepreneurship and through studying abroad. Do you have any examples of ways you've seen yourself change and adapt to your new locations? Mm-hmm. Oh, so much. Like this is why... I really, really, really want to encourage others not only to, you know, become an entrepreneur, but also to study abroad because, like, it's insane. Every single semester when I come home, I feel like because I come home after every semester because even though I study abroad, I still love being home, love being with my family and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But every semester when when I come home, I feel like a completely, completely different person and I think I've grown so much that now like looking back it's so hard for me to even notice a difference because I mean there's a huge difference but I can't even remember how I used to be because I'm so different if that makes any sense at all (laughs) but well for example um 
when I like I never used to be someone who would approach people and who would start conversations I would always be like quiet I mean I would talk if someone would like approach me but I wouldn't approach others but with studying abroad you like have to deal with everything like on your own and of course you can like call your mom but she probably doesn't know about I don't know like Scottish laws for (laughs) like if you rent a flat like because for example I had this really 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 bad experience (laughs) in February where for one week the boiler in our flat broke (laughs) oh man (laughs) didn't have heating we didn't have warm water nothing for a week and it was freezing it was snowing and yeah like you really learn to deal with those things on your own and you also learn to I don't know I think you also really learn how to deal with people because you're forced to like you just have to talk to people you have to deal with people and now I'm so much more confident with you know approaching people and just stepping outside my comfort zone because obviously studying abroad you step so much outside your comfort zone every single day with every single thing you do and I actually also believe that if I didn't study abroad maybe I wouldn't even have the courage to start a business and to start a YouTube channel and everything. That's what I was going to mention because I remember in one of your podcasts or interviews, you said when you first started your YouTube channel, you were afraid to even press upload. Like you were afraid of it going public and not enough people watching. And now it looks like you're fearless online and you have the podcast and the Instagram stories and the YouTube and the live streams. And so, yeah, I kind of picked up on it. I'm guessing that studying abroad went hand in hand and giving you the confidence to run your business and show up online. Absolutely. And the thing is like, with my YouTube, honestly, like I wish I started back then when I was like, when did I start watching YouTube videos? Maybe when I was like 12 or 13, I always wanted to be a YouTuber, always never had the confidence. And then I went abroad and then I learned so, so, so much that I really felt the need to share it. And that's why I started my YouTube channel. And Mm. yeah, it's just, I think like, I truly believe that you don't like it always is uncomfortable to step outside your comfort zone but the more you do it the better you can ignore it (laughs) like with fears you just you have to be like like for example right now I'm really a lot into like mindfulness and mindset and all of that anyway and uh, what I've learned is that with fears and negative emotions um, what you can do is actually feel like recognize how they feel in your body for example if you have like a tight chest or um, butterflies in your stomach right feel those feelings but don't label them don't say oh that's anxiety oh that's like fear I shouldn't do that just be like oh that's so interesting that I'm feeling this well anyway (laughs) I recognized it but I'm ignoring it that is such a good tip. I've never thought of it about, I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, thank you for sharing. So I'd love to go into more of a business side of things now. Uh, oh. I know you love to journal and I loved your episode about like morning journaling practices for content mm-hmm. creation. So what are your favorite goal setting journal practices? Oh, so many. Like I love, 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 love journaling. And I've recently started it um started doing it daily again 
I think like I was always like, ah, why should I spend like half an hour or an hour? I mean, you don't have to do it for that long, but why should I spend so long writing stuff down? Um, But what I learned, I'm not a professional, but like I think 95% of your decisions are made in your subconscious mind. And the a really good way, or I think even the only way, I'm not sure, to influence your subconscious mind is through affirming things, right? Affirmations, Mm -hmm. we all know, so powerful. And basically what I do with journaling to, to set goals is I think myself into my next level version. And I think, okay, what would I do? So basically, um, one of the first questions I always ask myself is like a big vision question. So what, what is the next, next level version of myself? What do I do? What do I have? You know, all of that. And then I'm really detailed. I write like a page or something. And then I think about, okay, what does that feel like? And what actions or like, what do, or who do I have to become to be on that next level, right? Mm. And that's how you how you really find out what steps you need to take to achieve your goals. And the like the last little journal bit I usually do when I'm doing my mindset journaling is like, what action can I take today to come closer to that goal, to that next level version? Um so yeah. Yeah, that is so cool. And I I know I love studying all about the subconscious mind because I think it's such a cool topic that mm-hmm. isn't shared enough. But a question I have about that practice, because that sounds amazing and I want to start doing it, is <laughs> when I think about doing journalings like that, because you know I have my monthly goals, I have my yearly goals, my five-year from now goals. But if I did it daily, I'd be afraid that it was like so similar day to day. So do you write down like the same okay, this is my higher self. And then the next day, you know, maybe not much has changed. So your ideas are still very similar. Do you still write those down again? Or for you, does it change day to day what you want to focus on? Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, you can do like kind of the same, well, you can do the same content, but in a different question. For example, you could do like the vision question with like, what is my next level version of myself? But then you could also do what does my ideal day look like in three years time? Like what you said with like your monthly goals, your your yearly goals. And like what I experience is that, of course, like the overall vision is similar, but you will always come up with new ideas because the thing is with mindset journaling as well, in the beginning, at least that was it for me, I I I struggled like it it was really slow. It took me long to come up with stuff to write down, but the more you do it, the more stuff will come up and the more detailed and the more real and raw it will be. Um, of course you can also ask yourself questions with like limiting beliefs. For example, if you have your vision like written up, you could say like, okay, but what, what, like, why could this not happen? Or why do I think, is this unrealistic? And then you come up with all your limiting beliefs and those limiting beliefs um, are really like, they get more and more detailed the more and more you do it. Mm. So I try to change up my questions. I don't do the same questions every day. And I'm like excited whenever I see new questions from people. I'm like, oh my God, I need to try that out. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, I love that exercise. Like mm-hmm. guys listening, if you want to start visualizing um, a bigger, bigger dreams, you know, your ideal life, I love that exercise to start. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're both YouTubers and podcasters. The million dollar question is, which do you prefer, podcast versus YouTube? Uh, <laughs> I know, it's such a hard one. Uh, YouTube. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just a YouTuber at heart. I have to say, like, it's probably because I've always loved, 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 loved YouTube so much. Like, honestly, I'm not kidding. I think like for eight years, for nine years, whatever, I watch YouTube videos every single day, except for when I'm like on vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I remember I used to like come home from vacation and be so excited, like me being like. 12 (laughs) I used to be so excited to like catch up on YouTube videos and yeah I'm just such a video person I love being on video I love editing videos I love the creativity you have or like all tools with video so YouTube although oh I love podcasting but YouTube (laughs) I know whenever I come home from a vacation like my watch later page is in the hundreds I swear (laughs) I know Mm -hmm. and if you don't mind me asking uh where do you have the bigger following is it on YouTube or podcasts or maybe your Instagram um for numbers it's my Instagram however I think I have the biggest influence on YouTube Okay. And my podcast is what I actually can't say. I don't know. I th- but I think it's YouTube because, um, like, the, the I mean, I'm still, like, a new YouTuber. But, like, because a lot of my content is about study abroad and giving study abroad advice. And I have been getting so many messages, especially, like, now around the time because people are now preparing to go abroad. Mm-hmm. And those messages, right, and I have, like, found it, like... Um, a girl study abroad Facebook group and that's the most amazing thing to to read those comments and messages being like oh you've inspired me so 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 much you've given me like so much courage and I have a few questions and then they ask like really specific questions and it's so cool that like people like see me as like an inspiration and I just just, I'm just like wow I'm just like a small town girl and like you know (laughs) yeah oh yeah that is the power of YouTube. Yes, I love it. It's so engaging. I feel like podcasts mm-hmm. are great for long content. You know, we can do 30-minute, mm-hmm. hour content, you know, episodes. But with YouTube, it's pretty much short and sweet, and but also so much engagement, which is awesome. Yeah, like it, I think it sucks. Like podcasting, like podcasts, iTunes, they really have to step up their game when it comes to audience interaction because you even have a hard time. I know there are like websites where you can view all of your reviews, but iTunes is so weird that you can't even see all of your reviews. Like, I don't know about you, but people told me they submitted reviews, but I've never seen them. Like they don't get to me and it's hard to interact. Like, with a podcast, you always need another social media platform to interact because you can't really, like, there is no commenting section. You can't see who specifically subscribes to your podcast. Um, right. It's so annoying. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. anyone wants an entrepreneurship idea, create a podcast platform that's like a YouTube. We will use it. Yes. <laughs> 
true. <laughs> yes. So going back to limiting beliefs, I'd love to hear a little bit of what your biggest limiting limiting belief has been that you're overcoming. Mm-hmm. Oh God, so many. <laughs> like it's I'm actually working with a um, life and business coach now, oh, nice. and like God, we had like our first session last week, and it was groundbreaking transformational so emotional and yeah I have a lot of limiting beliefs I think when it comes to to a business it's definitely I'm too young I don't have enough experience and I'm not good enough mm-hmm. <laughs> and but also specifically I think you know when it comes to my money mindset because I'm not from an entrepreneurial family like everyone like I generally have no one in my family not even like my aunts or uncles who are like entrepreneurial so you know when I'm journaling out my big vision of being location independent um, you know having several income streams of like YouTube my podcast my business but having like a freedom lifestyle where it's fun to work I, I often feel like hmm is it fair that I get to make more money than my family by doing something that's more fun than my family does? If that makes sense. Like I know, Mm. I know a lot of family members, they love their jobs, but I always grew up with like, I don't know if it's just German or if it's general that like, well, it's normal that you don't like your, your job, that that's how work is. And and you have to work so hard to to earn a lot of money. And that's how my mindset is. And I feel guilty for wanting more and for wanting a better lifestyle whilst earning more money. That makes sense. So. Yeah, that is so raw. Thank you for sharing that because I can totally see how that could be. And because I'm coming from a different standpoint, like my mom and dad have both been entrepreneurs and still are. Mm-hmm. So I loved hearing your side of it where you know, it's coming from a different place. And I think so many listeners can relate to that because we all have different backgrounds. So mm-hmm. thank you. And, yeah. and, and how I'm working on that mindset journaling, definitely. And I even have like on my vision board, I have affirmations. And what helps me a lot as well is following people who are living that lifestyle. And I also love uh, like a sh- podcast shout out it's called uh, for the love of money by chris harder and his tagline is like when good people make good money they can do great things mm. and that's like something i also keep reminding myself of because i i also grew like i think it's a lot about money actually my mindset but um i also grew up with the belief like yeah if you earn more than someone will suffer or like someone earns less, like you are taking it away from someone. But now I'm trying to shift my mindset to, well, but if I earn more, I have this beautiful amount of energy, money, whatever, and I can actually put it towards causes that I am really passionate about. Like, for example, I don't know, having like a study abroad fund for like girls who can't afford to study abroad, but who really want to, or having like a charity or a fund for young female entrepreneurs whatever and reminding yourself of like those this vision and constantly following and interacting with role models that helps a lot as well 
Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I feel like a belief of a lot of individuals is that, you know, having a lot of money is selfish, but mm-hmm. it's actually, it can be really selfless if you're willing yes. to donate and give and work for things that you believe in, because then you know mm-hmm. exactly where the money's going, which is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my last question, I know you love quotes as much as I do. So what is your current favorite quote? Oh my God. I, I love so many quotes. <laughs> That's insane. Like, I, oof. 